Cosmic Diaries. This is Priya Kale, your astrologer, and welcome to a brand new week. We're looking at the astrology for the week of February 20th to February 27th, and this is a full moon week. Passions are rising. We're heading to a healing full moon on the 4th, sorry, the 24th of February, and before that, Venus makes a conjunction, fiery, passionate conjunction to Mars on the 22nd of February which brings a reset for our relationships, financial situations, creative matters. And of course, as we head to the full moon, emotional tide is rising and we're reflecting on our limits. And there may be bittersweet realities to face and confront, but with a little imagination, creativity, love, and reflection, we can find a way forward and trust that a dream now that you have is within reach. The hope that you feel is real. It's a matter of us having to do the work to materialize something. This will take patience and faith and time and hard work. But nothing is impossible when it comes to Pisces. And of course, we are now newly in Pisces season. The sun entered Pisces as of yesterday, the 18th of February. I'm recording this on the 19th. And we'll get into the daily aspects. But before I even get into that, a quick recap of just last week. We've had Venus and Mars made powerful conjunctions to Pluto. And if you're listening to this podcast, you survived that. This has been a process of purifying our hearts and our desires to get to the bottom of our truth. You've learned undeniable truths about yourself and your desires. And it's important now that you're being true to yourself as you move through this week especially as Venus and Mars make a conjunction later this week. Life is changing now on a very deep level, and now with the sun in Pisces, we're entering a whole new season over the next four weeks. Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac, and after Pisces comes Aries, which marks the whole astrological new year, and when spring begins here in the Northern Hemisphere. So these four weeks as we move through Pisces season, this is the sign of dissolution. It's a sign of dreams, of divinity, of God. God is an experience, transcendence, of cosmic consciousness. But Pisces also deals with alcohol and drugs and illusions and addictions. Pisces represents music and magic and the movies. And it's a very ethereal sign. This energy is very ethereal and permeable and psychic. Pisces represents all that is, this great cosmic soup that we're floating around in. So now with the sun transiting Pisces over the next four weeks, pay attention to where you have Pisces in your chart because this is like a spotlight that's being shown on this area of your life. And you're seeing a situation or situations more clearly now. And this is an invitation to look at situations more clearly with our eyes wide open and not to gloss over things, but to dive deep beyond the surface of things and to peer into the heart and soul of situations. If we really want to experience something that's sublime and to experience a more divine reality and the infinite potential and magical, very real potential that exists in the present. Jupiter, the ruler of Pisces, the traditional ruler of Pisces, is currently in Taurus, which is the sign that deals with physical energy, which is why this Pisces season is so 
potent in terms of us being able to manifest our dreams to, and to realize our dreams if we can take practical steps towards them. And the Virgo full moon that's coming up suggests that, you know, it doesn't even have to be any big grand gesture or step. It can just be little steps in the right direction that help us to keep making progress towards our goals. So diving into the 20th of February, the moon is still moving through Cancer. As I record this, the moon is currently in Cancer and will make a sextile to Uranus during the day here in New York, bringing sweet surprises our way. Maybe life is pushing our boundaries and drawing us out of our comfort zone. But trust, go with the flow. Allow yourself to feel what you feel. You don't have to act on everything you feel, but at least allow yourself to feel your emotions and move through this process with awareness. And avoid trying to cling to anything or even resist your own emotions because that's when you're going to feel that sense of turbulence. So flow with this energy as best as you can. On the 21st, the moon continues to move through Cancer and it will try Neptune at about 1.38 a.m. here in New York, so just after midnight. And the energy is dreamy and musical and, you know, we're feeling all our emotions. But then the energy shifts as the moon enters Leo on the 21st at 8.41 a.m. here in New York. And now things are getting fiery and more passionate. This is not for the faint-hearted. The moon is now moving to oppose Venus and Mars, and Venus and Mars are moving to a conjunction on the 22nd. So on the 21st, love is in the air, dare I say it, and passion is in the air, and the energy is creative and inspiring. So if you're enjoying this, by all means, dive into it. And if for whatever reason you aren't enjoying this, then stop yourself and kind of ask yourself what is it that's preventing you from allowing yourself to have more fun and experience more joy and pleasure and express yourself more freely and from the heart because that's really what the planets want us to do right now is to be ourselves and to express ourselves and, and to appreciate and celebrate all the different aspects of us as much as we appreciate and celebrate all the different aspects of our relationships and the people in our world and all the opportunities that are now arising. With Aquarius, with this Venus-Mars conjunction in Aquarius, allow yourself to feel and enjoy what you're feeling without getting too attached to outcomes and how something plays out. There's a need to be absolutely authentic and show up to drop the mask and to be true to yourself. And the more we can have love and acceptance for ourselves, we can extend that space out to others in our world. And the more we're in touch with ourselves, we can, there's, I mean, there's a need to be spontaneous, but then it'll be easier to be spontaneous and present and in the moment and to seize our opportunities as they arise. So lead with the heart and follow your heart on this day. Then you can really get the depth and breadth of emotion and experience and really understand all the f different facets of your own heart and the potential that's in front of you, creatively, financially, in your relationships. You're seeing different sides to yourself, to others, to a situation. And there's many ways to go about something. And yes, a lot is up in the air. You know, something might feel like a risk. There's a need to be spontaneous and to be very much to stay in the present. 
recognize that each moment is a new moment to create something new again. So once we've accepted and taken responsibility for the reality that we've created, then we can start to find ways to change what we need to change. So the 21st, there's definitely a sense of excitement and passion and creativity that's building in the air. Just pay attention to your own pride and ego and defenses that could stand in the way of you opening up to the potential that's in front of you, the love or the connections and the resources that are present in your world. There's also that need for self-awareness. So we're stoking the flames of something, but we're not scorching it and burning it to a crisp, for lack of a better analogy. That said, we're becoming undeniably aware of our desires and our feelings. And as much as there's a need for detachment, there's also a need for vulnerability and to drop the mask and to acknowledge our own desires, at least to ourselves, if not to others or to another. And as much as it might feel like being put in the spotlight, you know, you, it's important that we're being true to ourselves above all. So on the 22nd, Venus meets Mars at six degrees of Aquarius, continuing this energy process. Moon is still in Leo at this time. And this six degrees of Aquarius Leo is a very hot degree this year because we just had a full moon on the 25th of January when the sun was at six degrees of Aquarius. And later this year, and the moon was at six Leo. And later this year on the 6th of December, Mars will station retrograde at six degrees of Leo. So pay attention to what was surfacing on the 25th of January and what's unfolding now this week as Venus and Mars make a conjunction on the 22nd of February, which is bringing back some of those themes to life. And this will all be heating up again by the end of the year. So that need for awareness is important. With the conjunction taking place of, in Aquarius, Aquarius is the sign that rules the collective. And there may be many moving parts to a situation. Venus is the principle, is the feminine principle and the pr principle of attraction or creativity, while Mars is the masculine principle and our sense of drive and sex, as well as our sense of true being, just inner being. And anytime Venus and Mars meet in the sky, relationships heat up, our relationships are highlighted, finances are highlighted, creative situations are highlighted, and the energy is very fertile. And certainly love and romance is in the air right now, and there's, with the sun in Pisces, everything feels a little magical and shimmering with endless possibilities. It just depends on what you're feeling and how you're tapping into it, because there is the range to feel all, especially under this climate, Pisces rules, you know, the sun in Pisces, rules everything, all that is, while the Venus-Mars conjunction in Aquarius is showing us different facets of a situation. So at best, something can feel like a glittering, you know, diamond, or at worst, it could feel like a play of shadows. What matters is that we're diving deeper beyond the surface to really get to the soul, real soulful experiences, which means diving deep within our own hearts and souls right now. So with the Venus-Mars conjunction, this is a reset. 
and we're beginning a whole new cycle in our relationships, financial situations, creative matters, and we're ending an old cycle as well. The last time Venus and Mars made a conjunction was two years ago, March 2022. It was also in Aquarius, so it may help to look back at what was going on two years ago in March 2022. Look at how far you've come. You're coming full circle with yourself. And as much as Venus and Mars, you know, it's about relationships, really, this is about our primary relationship with ourselves. And a conjunction is always a very internal aspect. So this is about you getting on the same page with yourself about what you want and how you feel and what your heart really wants. Then with that sense of alignment and acceptance of your own desires and then detachment to outcomes, we can move ahead in awareness of what we're creating and attracting and pursuing. And really with Mars, it's also about just being yourself then trusting that what's right for you you know will gravitate towards you the relationships that are right for you the connections that are right for you the opportunities that are right for you it's a matter of then us being open enough to seize and invite in and welcome in and create space for what we desire in our life rather than keeping it out so and the moon and leo basically you know it's about letting go of the ego and the more we can drop the ego then we can look at situations with the eyes of love and with the eyes of the heart and in some cases it may mean having to walk away from something that you know isn't working out but at the same time you don't need to walk away from anything that you really want in your world it's just a matter of having detachment and letting things unfold slowly because we are heading to a full moon this week and there's a lot that's shifting and and a lot more that's coming to light and we're going to have a lot more clarity on situations. So don't be too quick to judge something just yet. Where we're currently seeing an obstacle perhaps, there are new ways forward. This is a matter of us, you know, being creative and open-hearted and open-minded and being willing to explore new avenues and options and ways forward. So the 22nd brings this reset and a chance to really get back, you know, reconnect with yourself and your spirit and your heart and allow it to move you and stay open so you can invite in what you desire most. The 22nd also Mercury is in its last day in Aquarius. There are many ways and many ideas that are probably moving through our heads and it's important that we keep an open mind then we can truly start to see the magic in what's happening before us. Because on the 23rd, Mercury enters Pisces till the 9th of March. Mercury is a planet of communication, of the mind, of duality. Pisces is a water sign. It's a very ethereal sign. So at best, this energy is very psychic and dreamy and poetic and creative. And, you know, it's great for creative writing, meditation, and to really find a sense of clarity mentally if we're able to quiet the mind. On the other hand, if you're feeling like your head is swimming or you can't really find the words to express how you feel, then you know this transit can also at times sometimes feel like you're trying to speak underwater. 
it's just about knowing how to use this energy effectively. So I would encourage you definitely to deepen your spiritual practice or meditation practice at this time, which will really help you to find that sense of mental clarity, allowing you to make clear choices and navigate your life with greater awareness and clarity. And when there isn't a sense of clarity, then the best thing you can do perhaps is to wait till you have that clarity rather than you know, further muddying the waters with a lot of thought because that thought energy can feel like ripples on the water where you're not able to get a clear reflection so or really see to the depths of something. So if you're feeling confused and unsure, then that really with Mercury in Pisces and the Sun in Pisces, it's a chance to really, you know, slow down and find stillness within you then recognize that all the answers that you seek to all the questions that you may have are already within you. It's, as about, it's really about us being silent enough to listen and then trusting that intuition and that inner voice and allowing it to guide us. Mercury is the planet of communication, but Pisces is said to be a mute sign. The symbol is the two fish and fish do not speak. So that's kind of the energy we're in where a lot of the communication that's happening might be happening on a soul level. But that said, if there are things that need to be said, clear communication is important. Assumptions, more often than not, create a mess. So it's better to say you don't know something than to make assumptions about something. And if you don't know something, you know, wait till you have clarity or then ask questions and seek the clarity that you need before you make a decision on something that's really important to you. And that clarity is coming because we're heading to the full moon on the 24th. And this full moon is in Virgo at five degrees of Virgo opposite the sun in Pisces. So if you have planets around five degrees of Virgo or five degrees of the mutable signs, then you're really gonna be feeling this energy. Also, if you have planets around six degrees give or take five degrees on either side of the fixed signs, Leo, Taurus, Scorpio, Aquarius. Then too, this full moon is quite charged up for you. But regardless of where this plays out in your chart, we're all certainly feeling this energy quite potently. And of course, if you want to take a look at your chart, please do feel free to reach out to me for a consultation. I'd love to get into it with you and work with you. Coming back to the full moon in Virgo. The full moon aligns at five degrees of the Virgo Pisces axis and will be exact at 7.30 a.m. in New York, which means the energy will be peaking on the 23rd and the exact full moon is at 7.30 in the morning. Hours after the full moon, Venus will square Jupiter. And this is powerful because any aspects, any planetary aspects that take place around the full moon or the new moon in effect seed the energy for the next two weeks. So this Venus-Jupiter square, this energy is big and extravagant, but, and we're turning a huge corner in our relationships, financial situations, creative matters. The dream is within reach. There's work to be done, but if we're willing to put in the work, then we can manifest a long-standing dream. It will take some time, but nothing is impossible with Pisces. You know, the moon rules our emotions, it rules our needs, our needs for nourishment, emotionally as well on a physical level. With the full moon in Virgo, pay attention to where you have Virgo in your chart because matters of that house are being highlighted now. 
full moons bring us the peak of the cycle. And this is the culmination of a cycle that began with the Aquarius new moon on the 9th of February. So it may help to look back at what was being seeded at the time. A lot was up in the air at the time, and since then, Venus and Mars have made a conjunction to Pluto, bringing powerful changes within us and in our connections. As the full moon aligns, we're slowly coming to clarity on situations. As the dust settles, over the next two weeks, we're going to have a chance to release what doesn't work for us as we nurture a dream and something that's now showing signs of growth and that's newly sprouting. So Virgo is a mutable earth sign and it's a mercury rule sign. It makes it very logical and pro pragmatic. Virgo rules our daily processes and daily functions and daily routines, our daily work, our chores. Virgo speaks of all forms of organization, systems and the processes of our life. So this is a great time to really declutter your space over the next couple of weeks, get organized, simplify your life, and see how you can work smarter rather than harder. The next two weeks, we're in the waning cycle of the moon, which is a time of release, and this is a full moon, so even emotionally, there's a powerful emotional release on the way. We're processing heavy emotions, and it's a great time to release heavier emotional baggage. Virgo is also the sign that speaks of healing and health. There is healing on offer, there's a, but that said, this full moon is also opposite Saturn. So, and the sun will, over the coming days, make a con triple conjunction with Saturn and Mercury. So this full moon is really asking us to take a good hard look at our limits and boundaries. And we're reflecting on our limits and boundaries. And it's important that we're being honest with ourselves about the realities of what we're facing the need for humility and to recognize that we're all human. If Pisces is a sign of divinity, Virgo, which is the opposite end of the axis, speaks of our humanity and reminds us that we are vessels for a divine consciousness at best. There's a need for humility and for forgiveness, to forgive ourselves for the past as, well, as much as we forgive others. You needn't forget your lessons, but forgiveness is important for our own sake, for our own growth, so we can unburden ourselves from the past and be open to new beginnings and new chapters. Because full moons will bring that sense of closure and will bring illuminate situations and bring things to light. And with the full moon in Virgo, we're seeing what is and isn't working in our lives. Emotionally, at work, wherever you have Virgo in your chart, it's important not to be too critical of situations or of yourself or of others because Virgo energy can tend to be critical, but rather look for solutions. And wherever it feels like you're facing an obstacle or if you're dealing with something that's very complicated with many moving parts, you can find resolution. There is a way forward, but it will take some time and patience so that we can learn all the information that we need to learn that's coming up in the coming days. Then we can successfully navigate a situation and move past something that currently feels like an obstacle or a limitation. The sun in the coming days, as it approaches Saturn, you know, we're feeling the weight of this full moon. So it's not all 
magic and roses. There are some cold hard realities to face and some bittersweet truths to face. But that said, with humility, if we can accept our limitations, we can move beyond them. Because for every door that closes, there's another door opening. Doors that were shut in the past are now opening up and we're leaving a chapter behind. So the coming days will feel like, you know, we're moving over this threshold. There's a sense of being able to see the past, present, future. So just be really honest with yourself about what is and isn't working for you in your life. We're weeding out the garden of our life, weeding out what's overgrown and taking space so we can allow life to flourish and we can pour our energy and attention and love into the situations and relationships and connections that really bring us a sense of healing and replenish us as much as we give to them. Whatever unfolds, there's a definitive sense of leaving the past behind. So if you're grieving any loss, or even if you're just grieving the past, do it consciously, but don't allow yourself to wallow in it. And recognize that grieving is a process, healing is a process, and this will, Saturn's presence here tells us that whatever we're working through right now, in our emotional lives, personal lives, at work, you know, whatever it is that you're dealing with right now, there is an element of time that's very present here. So if we can honor and respect that, then it will serve us well. Also, the Virgo-Pisces axis is a very spiritual axis. This is also about our spiritual health. It's important that we're incorporating some sort of spiritual routine into our lives because that will keep us connected with an inner reality and a greater reality of the universe. Because another thing that I haven't mentioned, but I guess now is as good as the perfect time, Chiron, mythologically and astrologically, is known as, commonly known as the wounded healer. And currently, Chiron is conjunct the North Node this week. And this is a very powerful conjunction, which is taking place in Aries. Aries is the sign of the individual and the self. And the nodes, wherever the nodes are passing through, they'll bring a collective experience. We're collectively feeling this energy, but in our own individual, personal way, awakening us to our destiny and drawing us to our destiny. But there's also a need to be for awareness of our own wounds and where we feel wounded. So we aren't then projecting that out into the world. So especially if you're feeling any sense of isolation or abandonment, these are wounds that we need to then be conscious of within ourselves so we can heal these wounds within ourselves and then we can open ourselves up to the connections and life around us to have a healthier experience of life. So wherever it is that you feel like you need healing now in your life, it is an offer. It's just a matter of us being open to these lessons and these are growing pains and we are moving over a threshold one way or the other. The sun currently is in Pisces, water sign, so it's a very emotional sign and this is very permeable energy. So it speaks of unconditional love. So don't underestimate the power of unconditional love to heal. And this having a daily spiritual practice can only help us to reconnect with that source within. And then we can be vessels for this Piscean energy healing, the healing waters of Pisces. This full moon energy is also very creative, very productive. You need a plan, but at the same time also be willing to improvise because Venus and Mars are in Aquarius. 
and a lot is still shifting and changing on a day-to-day basis. Virgo rules those daily processes. A dream is very much within reach and very, very much something that you can manifest. It just matters how deeply you want something and how much you're willing to work for something. Then with a little bit of love and imagination and creativity, all is possible. Especially because soon after the full moon opposes Saturn, it makes this beautiful trine to Jupiter, which brings a sense of a big opening. It's almost like we've been climbing this steep hill and now you suddenly get to the top of the hill and you see this whole vista or these pastures and this new land that you couldn't see before. That said, it will also mean drawing boundaries and drawing a line with situations that you know drain your energy and don't give back enough. In relationships, it's all about teamwork and you know the relationships that heal us and sustain us and help us grow, which again, growth is not always easy and it's not you know relationships aren't meant to be a bed of roses all the time. But ultimately, are we able to respect each other and love each other even through the challenging times? And there's a need for honesty and clarity and transparency starting with ourselves. Then it'll be easier for us to have those honest conversations. The Sun, Mercury and Saturn are moving to a powerful triple conjunction on the 28th of February. So I'll have more to say about that next week. But this energy is really, you know, building or rather we're it's crystallizing and we're having to find absolute clarity on our decisions and there may be a few difficult conversations that we need to have we're being invited to look at the totality of situations the good bad the ugly and to recognize that life is everything all shades of the rainbow and everything in between life is not black and white so as long as we're leaving room for that then we can navigate this energy with awareness and maturity and sensitivity and compassion and love. Speaking of love, on the same day, just hours after the full moon, Venus makes a square to Jupiter. Now, this is another aspect that's a progression because the sun was square Jupiter at the time of the Leo full moon on the 25th of January. So this is all just a, you know, a progression of events that's been something that's been slowly growing and now is gathering momentum and with a venus square jupiter this energy feels extravagant and big and when it comes to love and relationships certainly there are big feelings even creatively and financially there's a lot of potential here or rather i should say infinite potential here jupiter is also the ruler of pisces And with both Jupiter and Saturn, the two teachers of the Zodiac, so active in this lunation, we're learning major lessons. So it's almost like there's a lot of, there's infinite potential, but we're having to be mature and, you know, also honor our limits and recognize that we may want to have all these experiences, but ultimately we have a limited amount of time. So we need to be wise in how we spend that time and the experiences that we do choose and where we do choose to invest our energy. And in in terms of relationships, real love here, and there's a whole lot of love here, but there's also a need for maturity and sensitivity and respecting our own boundaries and taking our time with things so that we're building on solid foundations, not glossing over 
details or plastering over cracks. So discernment is key. We are learning a lot of lessons and lessons of love, lessons of unconditional love. Love is unconditional, but relationships are a choice. And unconditional love does not mean that we don't have boundaries because that's when we end up in unhealthy dynamics or end up enabling situations. And we are now having to really look at ourselves and how we relate with others in our world. And because unless we're able to heal certain patterns within ourselves, we'll carry them onward into our next relationship. It's just a matter of having that total self-awareness. With Saturn, things will take time. So allowing a process, a daily process of discovery, of learning someone, of understanding another. And even if it's you know an existing relationship where you're renewing a connection, allow space for growth, whether it's a romantic connection or a marriage or you know business partnerships or your family relationships, wherever these dynamics are playing out. Allow space for others to grow. And we can't change others, but as we grow, then automatically, naturally, our dynamics with others in our world change. So if you can reflect on your own boundaries and if you can be honest about how you feel and we're having these big feelings, it's important that we own them. Then we can turn this corner consciously because we are stepping into new territory in our relationships. And there is deep potential here for healing and magic and love and real lasting unconditional love even. All of this needs to happen in awareness and as we heal ourselves, then we can invite in healthier relationships and heal the dynamics in our existing connections as well. Same goes for any creative projects or you know, financial matters that you're dealing with. Look at what where you need to cut back and where maybe on where you're leaking energy or draining resources so you can refocus your sources, resources where they can be most effective. It's just a matter of what something is worth to us and what we're willing to commit to and put in the energy or effort into so we can realize something or materialize a dream and what now we've outgrown and we need to let go of so we can create the space and, you know, nurture what's important. So relationships, financial matters, creative projects are certainly at a turning point with this full moon. And in the coming days, we're stepping over an important threshold because then on the 25th, there are no major aspects developing. The moon will continue to move through Virgo and it makes a trine to Uranus. So be willing to improvise and innovate and there's new surprising developments taking place and new information coming through. We're still under the energy of the full moon. There's still more that's coming to light and we're releasing emotions and processing emotions. So move slowly, be gentle with yourself and others, allow a process to unfold and allow the dust to settle. Seek clarity, seek depth. And we're in a process of filtering out what's noise so we can see to the depths of a situation, get to the bottom of something. Then on the 26th morning at about 9.30 in New York, on the East Coast, the moon enters Libra, trines Pluto. So with the moon in Libra, Libra is a sign that speaks of our relationships. It's a very creative sign, so the energy is creative. And Libra also speaks of contracts and legal matters. And most importantly, Libra speaks of choices. So 
at best, you know, we're still under the energy of this full moon coming down from this energy. But at best, we're hope, hopefully we're starting to find a sense of equilibrium and balance within. So there's a need for emotional balance and there's a need for balanced choices. Our relationships are in focus, but before we can find that peace and harmony with others, it's important that we're, you know, seeking that balance within. Then it's easier to create that out, you know, with others in our life. And this is important because on the 27th, there's another major aspect developing with Mars squaring Jupiter. And the moon will be trying Venus and Mars, which is really nice. So there's a sense of returning a huge corner. This feels like, a, you know, we're entering new territory in our relationships. Honesty is important. Be really honest with yourself about your desires and what you want. Then you can meet others halfway and communicate with others honestly, honestly and find a balance with others in your life. And this Mars square Jupiter is the continuation of Venus's square Jupiter at the time of the full moon. So this is a progression of events. Trust a natural progress that's happening. And things might feel big and overwhelming. And if that happens, you know, just take a deep breath, bring yourself back into your body and trust that you have what it takes to rise to a challenge. And we are all entering new territory and stepping out of our comfort zone. But ultimately, this is part of our process of growth. And there's, of course, a need for discernment so we don't bite off more than we can chew. So just brutal honesty with ourselves because on the 28th, and I'll have a lot more to say about this next week, but on the 28th, we're reaching a defining moment. The Sun, Mercury, and Saturn will meet in a triple conjunction in Pisces. And this is what this whole energy has been building up to all week, where we're stepping over a threshold and there are deep truths that are coming to light. A truth is crystallizing and we may be having really important conversations. And we're seeing how we can materialize and manifest a dream. There's also, this could also be a very humbling moment. So humility will help as you move through this day on the 28th. And know that the choices that you're making now, you know, they are shaping our life. So honesty is important with ourselves and then naturally with others. And with Saturn's presence, along with Sun and Mercury, yes, lines are being drawn and doors are opening and closing, but nothing needs to be difficult. We're just putting our cards on the table so then we can navigate with awareness as we step over this threshold into a new chapter for ourselves personally and for all our connections in our life. And wherever this conjunction is playing out, wherever Pisces is in your chart. So as you can see, it's a big week. There's a lot that's happening. We're processing a lot of emotions. Relationships are turning a corner, moving to a new level. We're having to look at our lives in totality. Maybe there may be messes to clean up and lines that need to be drawn. But as long as you're moving through the process with self-awareness, there's nothing to fear here. And these are challenges that we can rise to. These are growing pains. And ultimately, this, is the begin this could be the beginning of something, a whole new chapter that's taking us closer to manifesting a dream, a long-held dream. So it's like we're putting in the effort, but there is a reward at the end because Saturn will test us, but ultimately it will reward us and elevate us. So trust that and have faith 
for all the challenges, the magic and the hope you feel is real and the love you feel is real. So with that, I'll stop here for now. I've uh, probably gone on a little longer than I wanted to, but I hope you found this useful and insightful. And thank you for listening. And of course, if you want a deeper look at your chart, please do feel free to contact me for a reading and I would love to work with you. But till then, I wish you a very happy full moon and I'm sending you love with the moon wherever you are. Till next time, this is Priya signing off. Namaste.